Broadcast from the centre of England, this is Waffle On about off we design pet. And welcome to this episode of Waffle On, and we're talking today about our theme design pet. Our theme design pet. Um, first of all, before we uh, jump straight into it, uh, a couple of shout outs. First of all, to uh, John, who sent us a message on our Waffle On page, and mm. he actually wanted us to do a uh, podcast about uh, our theme design pet. And, and his dogs. And his dog, yeah, he's out walking his dog. So, while you're walking your dog, my friend, <laughs> yeah. hello, this episode is for you. And the dog. And the dog, yeah. And uh, we'd also like to say a big shout out to Joe, who uh, mentioned us on um, the Flashing Blade podcast. So, let's talk about Off V Design Pet. Um, now, this is going back um, first broadcast in uh, 1983, which is uh, years ago. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the, the wonder of editing. He <laughs> uh, was created by Frank Rodham, and um, what else did Frank Rodham do, do you know? What That's else did he come up with? Yeah. Was it the same, in the same kind of ilk? No. No, it wasn't? All. Not at all. Oh, I don't know then, what was he? Masterchef. Bullshit. <laughs> More <laughs> my language there. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah. He created MasterChef, and uh, and they also had something to do with uh, Quadrophenia. What the new, <laughs> what the MasterChef like now, uh, or the or the one in the eighties? No, I think uh, it was more the one we've uh, we've um, what's his name moved yeah. us through the keyhole. Yeah, which of course was originally done by David Frost. Hey, <laughs> got that in quick. I know, yeah, <laughs> and that's not even the tedious link that we've got. <laughs> yeah. We've got to that. Uh, Lloyd Grossman. Lloyd Grossman. Lloyd Grossman. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it was actually written by Dick Clement and Ian Fanay, who are uh, most well known for doing um, uh, the Like Lads, and of course, our, one of our previous shows, yeah. um, Porridge. Um, so let's uh, let's have a little bit of talk about who did it. This was originally, as I say, broadcast back in uh, 1983, which I uh, can't believe how long ago um, that actually was. But the uh, the main characters in uh, Off Redesign Pet was, and th- th- there's there's four series we should point out, and virtually all the main characters apart from one, yeah, uh, and the, the last episode. But we'll we'll come more to that later on. The, the lead actor in uh, Off Redesign Pet is uh, Tim Healy, who plays. Dennis yeah, I'd Patterson. say he was, wasn't it? Because he got mm. in, it's quite interesting this year. Who would you say was the focal point of the story? Because loads of I know because I've been on a few fan sites and they all think it's uh, Kevin Wheatley. It's Neville. Neville because he's the one who joins them and you're following his story. But I don't. I think it's he. It is Tim Hiller. Yeah, to me, he's virtually from the start of a free design pair. He's I don't. He's the leader of this group. Yeah, he's the only one who's got any sense. Sense. Yeah, and he don't like it, does he? No, no, no. He really doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be the leader. Now, 
Tim Healy and actually his character Dennis Patterson uh, are from uh, Newcastle uh, 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 Geordies and uh, Dennis's uh, best friend is, uh, is a character called Neville Hope uh, played by the wonderful Kevin Whateley yeah, yeah. Um, now uh, Kevin Whateley is, is really probably more, most well known now for playing uh, Inspector Lewis, Lewis yeah. in uh, well, first in Morse, yeah. uh, playing uh, Sergeant Lewis, and of course, then in his own um, TV series, uh, Lewis. And then Neville's character was uh, fairly under the thumb by his wife. Yeah, yeah, he was hempecked, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, the last of the Geordie trio, as, uh, as I was called, was uh, Leonard Os- Osborne, yeah, probably yeah. everyone's favourite character in a free design pet play by the wonderful Jimmy Nail. Yeah, it's, it's like them thinking, oh, I'm fine with that, that. He is the, and I was, I was like, I was like, you know, funny. So I was lying in bed thinking about this last night. Oh. There you go. You can see my girlfriend there now. <laughs> and, uh, um, and I was thinking, he's in my fa- No, I like Barry. I love Barry. Barry's mm. a brilliant character. I love Barry. But then you think, when you actually think over this, you think, no, he, he's ours, isn't he? It is ours. Even yeah, though yeah. I try not to be, because I, I love all the other characters, mm. and I love Barry. I, I love Barry, but he, he can't help being ours because <laughs> he steals all the lines, doesn't he? He's the, the best. The, yeah, I mean, the, the funny thing. I mean, we'll go actually. We'll go back to uh, Jimmy Nail a bit because there's something interesting about uh, Jimmy Nail. But uh, one of the other characters, as uh, I said, all these turn up in virtual series was Barry Taylor, yeah. played uh, by the wonderful Timothy Spall, yeah, right. um, who uh, he played uh, a, a guy. Actually, his classes here as a Boring, bumbling West Midlander. Right? Yeah, because that, it, it was a bit weird about that. But being from where he's meant to be from, he wasn't actually from. Yeah, because his everyone, accent was everyone wrong, turned. Wasn't it? Well, the thing is, is that he's actually supposed to be from either West Brom or uh, Wolverhampton, which I suppose, in essence, he has got more of a black country. Exactly. Well, he's, yeah. He's, well, yeah. Well, he's black country, but uh, uh, as everyone kept saying, he he's from Birmingham, Birmingham but he's, he's bride, not. He's I, not yeah. at all. He, he's, he's actually from now, uh, and he was electrician, uh, uh, Barry Taylor, and. Um, of course, that's where our tedious connection comes in because Timothy Spall uh, recently played Peter Taylor in uh, The Damned oh, United. Well done. He was played. So you got it too uh, in this one. Yeah, Clough, of course, oh. was played by Marty Sheen. Clough. Uh, Clough. Clough. <laughs> Clough. Clough. Uh, Marty Sheen, who went on to play, of course, David Foster. Anyway, regardless of that. Um, the other couple of people who was in it was um, Gary Holton, who played uh, Wayne Norris. Uh, 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 Gary's character was mm. almost. Virtually exactly like himself. Yeah, he was a bit. He, he was a bit one-dimensional. His character wasn't he? Really, there weren't yeah. much scope for his character. Was that a bit, bit of womanizing? Womanizing, and, and, that, was, and that was it. That was it. That was Wayne's character. Yeah, and the other, the other. Well, the other two actually um, was uh, Moxie, Moxie, uh, one of the wonderful Chris. Yeah, Cooper, he's brilliant. He's, Fairbank, and he's yeah. really passionate. He's, he's really passionate. Really yeah, and he plays a Liverpoolian in this, a plasterer who, to be fair, is uh, is always uh, inside. Yeah, he was a fast, his fast starter bloke, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's not And the uh, the final person who was in this was um, uh, Pat Roach, our very own, our very own, our very own Brummy Pat Roach. Yeah, and who your dad knows. <laughs> you don't know unless he's speaking to the <laughs> my dad's become a medium overnight uh, no but yeah he, our dad knew him yeah and he had a scrap <laughs> and he still worked there he did he was doing well. that, that was it's ridiculous yeah. uh, so let's talk about um, the first series of A Free Design Pet and of course what better way than to start the series and actually with the opening theme tune to uh, series one used all my options worked off my dues Played all the cards, now there's nothing to lose Don't want tomorrow to be like today That's why I'm breaking away I'm not trying to run, I'm trying to hide What can I win if I'm losing my pride? Won't let tomorrow be like today 
Okay, the uh, opening theme tune here to um, Series 1, which, is, of course, is not the theme tune that everyone remembers, yeah, is it? it? But we're going to play the one that everyone Yeah, it, it is yeah. weird, because if you went up to anyone in Britain and said, nah, sing the theme tune for a... They'd sing... Working on the site. It's working on the site. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it's one of them weird things, isn't it's, it? I think it's got such a great theme tune. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to play... That's going to be... Uh, when we, we finish the show, we're going to actually finish on that theme tune. So uh, do remind me, because I don't want to do what we did with the Doctor Who one and forget <laughs> to play it. <laughs> so, yeah, the first uh, series of um, our free design pair. Basically, what it's about is... Now, out of work builders, and uh, we start off with uh, Neville, uh, Dennis, and Oz, and they're planning on going to Germany. Uh, obviously, Neville doesn't really want to go because he's, he's got yeah, a wife he, yeah, and all yeah, that, yeah. and uh, I think he's well, got his daughter at that point. Well, sure. he also he's <laughs> a builder, is he? Uh, well, he is a builder, but of course he's, he's, a, a, he's a bricklayer. But yeah, when they get a, there, uh, <laughs> so of course they have to get over to um, to Dusseldorf where all the um, the work is. It's uh, they're virtually being uh, immigrants, which is the, the opposite well, of what he's what, now. What's happening yeah. now? You could, yeah, I was like, yeah. you could do a remake now. How about with Polish people come to England? <laughs> you could. Yeah. Don't you think you could? Now the, uh, the the they do head over to uh, Dusseldorf. In fact, some of the uh, outside um, location um, shooting is actually there. But the um, set where they get to the building site, where they have their own hut, which uh, Oz claims is like a POW yeah. camp, um, was actually filmed at uh, a backlot on Boy and Wood Studios. And do you know what that backlot is now? Car park. Yeah, it's the East Ender set now. Is it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, you, you are full of information. Well, that's why, uh, that's why I didn't want to tell you that earlier on when you asked me. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And so this is how they, they get along. They uh, get to um, the... Uh, the building site where they end up meeting Wayne and Barry and yeah. all that and basically it's, it's quite it's, it's more of a character building series isn't it series one yeah because it's one of them things you, it's really funny mm. but not that happens really the no, man, no. all they do is drink mm. spend all their money spend all their money and lie around not doing much building no no, that that that's it, isn't it? Well, Dennis Dennis ends up getting a, a, a bit okay. of a girlfriend, doesn't yeah. he? In it, and um, and Oz just Oz gets deported. Oh, gets threatened with deportation at one point. <laughs> no, Oz goes back on a plane with the uh, the new cat with the Sunderland oh, fans. Yeah. No, it's with the Sunderland fans, yeah. Yeah. which is really weird as well because that, that wouldn't that would never happen. No, that would, would never happen. Which I'm really surprised. I didn't it's a bit pick weird. Up on that. It was all over like that then. No, the, the the three main there are really three main people at the beginning of uh, series one, which of course we, we we mentioned was Tim Healy, Kevin Whaley, and of course Jimmy Nail. Now. Jimmy Jimmy Nail was not an actor. No. Uh, Jimmy Nail literally was just uh, an out of work. Um, I think he was a builder at one was point. It, was it, and uh, he uh, he went with a friend. As all these things always seem to happen, like to Ray Winston. Yeah. And, and I think he, he did do some. Um, yeah, like Ray Winston did do some. Uh, you know, acting work. Well, it, it was uh, in Scum, wasn't it? Well, Ray Winston, yeah, yeah, he yeah, got that role of his buddy Walk. Now, Jimmy Nail had been in one, actually been in a film um, before then, but he was as an extra, not mm. as a thing, purely for the fact that he was always in the pub. And that film was Get Carter. Um, he's in the background scene in the bar. The film must the have been really young in that. Man. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. I love, I love Get Carter. I, have to I, know, I have actually tried to see him in it, but you can't. Uh, you can't. can't. Now, uh, at this point in his life, Jimmy now was a um, bit of a drinker, a yeah. bit of a, a wayward. Well, he chap, was. Well, he was. Ours, wasn't he it? was ours. And he admitted that himself uh, in his autobiography, which is actually worth a worth a yeah. read of that. Um, so uh, basically, that's all that happens in that. You, you meet about that, uh, Wayne. You find out he's a womanizer. He's always going yeah. off. What's interesting is Moxie's character is hardly fleshed out in that series at no, all. Like, he has a cold he, virtue about the whole way. All he is is his friends with Barry. He's Barry's friend. Yeah. 
yeah. it's Barry's friend in fact Barry's not really uh, mentioning that and the, the funny Barry had of course been in Quadrophenia by that yeah. point. Well, sorry not Barry but uh, Timothy Spall had been in Quadrophenia yeah. a well known uh, uh, theatrical actor uh, in fact during that the first he was, his son wife was born uh, huh? who was in uh, Hot Fuzz it was in, yeah yeah so uh, so it went down extremely well it was actually made for, uh, for ITV uh, Central Television actually Central Television oh, production, uh, which is a, a Midlands uh, and the series went down extremely well uh, in 1989 um, TVS decided to repeat the first series in a very unusual style they, they uh, cut down the episodes to uh, 30 minutes because obviously there was 50 minutes now, uh, when moving advert breaks uh, this meant that they had 26 episodes to transmit of the first series uh, didn't, get, didn't really get down too well uh, and they, they cut it for quite a bit uh, but needless to say that it was uh, extremely popular and uh, they got uh, a series yeah, too that, so. yeah, it is a brilliant series yeah, it is, you watch it now and it is a bit rickety isn't it and well yeah I mean, yeah, you know that's how what's unusual about it the film that it's filmed in Look, yeah. it, it's, it's like it looks really makes it really old. Well, it was, it? it was one of the strange thing is it was one of the first things to actually use um, handheld cameras. If you, you notice tell, it when you, you walk in, you can tell, and you can see they don't know what it is. They're really mm. new with it, aren't they? And that's oh, what I, it's I, really think, new. I think that's quite nice. And me, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it gives it. It does give it. A the, the building site. Looks yeah, like it, it looks like, like a bit. It looks like his builders working, and you need, and that's what's great about that. There's person. a nice little play in it as well um, regarding um, the, the, these English people versus the German people as well. And and the, the, what's really nice about it, and the way that it's wrote, is of course that the English people do come across as an absolute idiot. Uh, oh, they're not nice. Know, they're not, not nice. No, no. And uh, you, you, there's one. Part, there's a lovely episode in it, in fact. Um, uh, where Wayne gets talking to another another bricklayer, I think he helps him out or something like that, and he goes round to their house for tea. And if you remember that, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I should say dinner, not tea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, yeah. very uh, thing. And um, of course, Oz finds out about it and accuses him of being a traitor yeah, yeah. because he's talking to the, the Germans. But it's Oz who comes across as being, uh, you know, the bad guy because well, he, why, well, he's, why, xenophobic, he's xenophobic, isn't he? Because mm. he don't like well, he calls the Germans the Eriks, yeah. Doesn't he? Yes, he, does. he don't like the Turks. No, he doesn't like anyone. No, and uh, yeah, and he think he thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. And in fact, it ends up being a, a, the, the actual German who's taking the Mikai who helps them out. We yeah, know, we know um, they get uh, into trouble. So uh, we go into uh, series two, which was uh, made in 1986, and uh, different theme tune. So we'll uh, play that. <laughs> Crazy team. 
I can't hear the second series uh, opening uh, theme tune there, Cal. Yeah, well, it's 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 good series too. It starts off very like quite funny, really. Well, it's not. It's funny. Well, it starts off in the Falklands. They're in the Falklands Barry Barry, and oh, are in the Falklands. Yeah. <laughs> and what they're doing? Obviously, it's after the war, and they're helping yeah. to finger. And he leaves. They're helping, and he, to, helping to rebuild yeah. uh, the, the, the front. Yeah. And it starts off with ours running across a minefield. Yeah. And <laughs> Leaving Barry, Barry, Barry froze because he can't run. And that's how it starts, you think? And then it's that's like, it's got nothing to do with the rest of the thing. It's a strange scene. <laughs> that is pretty much just standing there. Yeah, he's like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful Timothy Spore, such a fantastic actor. I mean, a lot of people will probably know Timothy Spore now from playing... Um, Sweeney Todd. Sweet Todd and uh, the Harry Potter film. Yeah, he's, he's, just, a, he's just a brilliant actor. Well, he was a... Oh, anyway, he plays... He played he Toad as well. Didn't he play Toad in um, Wind in the Willows? Did he? Yeah, yeah, did he? Oh, he's played loads of stuff. He's, he's a brilliant, brilliant. He brilliant. does a lot of gritty stuff, doesn't he? Like Sex and he's Lies. A, and, he's um, a brilliant actor. Oh, he's an awesome actor. Uh, yeah, so Series 2. Now, basically, the, the thing about Series 2 is that Barry's uh, back in his uh, native hometown of Wolverhampton. Or it could be West Brom. Uh, yeah, 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 way. And he's, uh, he's bought an old house, and because he's doing it up uh, for, to move in with his, uh, his wife-to-be. Yeah. And so what does he do, of course? He, he thought, thinks a great idea is yeah. to reunite all his chums. Yeah. You remember where Moxie is? In prison. In prison, he's in prison again. Anyway. <laughs> he breaks out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, they, they, Barry sends an invite out for everyone to come and uh, really just to help him out, and uh, which is what they all do. They all meet up, and uh, um, but things don't exactly go uh, to plan no. because Dennis now uh, is playing for crooked businessman Ali Fraser. But he's a driver, isn't he? He's a yeah, driver for him, isn't he? Um, played by the wonderful Bill Patterson. Now, he's another actor who's... Uh, He's in virtually everything these days. Yeah, so, and what's he known as? Ali Fraser. Ali Fraser. He said he still gets shouty, Ali yeah. Fraser. But he's uh, he actually like um, he likes that though, doesn't he? Oh, he Ali really Fraser, he's a brilliant character. Brilliant and character. A, they, uh, yeah, as we say, Dennis is working for Ali because of a uh, gambling debts, and uh, but um, they end up to help Dennis out instead of doing Barry's house they end up doing a big country mansion well it, it, it's I think that series is the series that's got the tried really for scope I didn't know that mm. and if you remember what it is it was all to do with the Ali Fraser had to leg it to Spain yeah. to go to the Costa del Crime and um, he wanted this house sort of destroyed didn't they so yeah. they could claim money on it and then that they could it. do it up into holiday apartments and there was a great scene in that where um Oz comes back into it to go up with uh, to to, uh, to see Dennis, and Oz drives the car, doesn't he? So oh. Dennis goes upstairs to go see Ali. Brilliant! And there's that massive guy, big, big Barry, big, <laughs> big yeah. Barry, and uh, Oz thinks, "Hey, what's going on here?" He thinks, yeah. "Thinks Dennis is George. So he goes upstairs, bursts into uh, Ali Fraser's office, and this big Barry comes in, and all he says is, "Oh, I yeah, nuts him." Because he only went for a curry. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Oh, you probably wouldn't be not playing any clips either because um, our, our episodes tend to go over. <laughs> yeah, over and now, it's, don't they? it's quite hard out of context to just play yeah, just a line out of this because it's like they're not. It's not punchlines. No, it's no. a whole big scene. It builds. You can't. And it tends to be a, quite a bit of swearing in it as well. Yeah, yeah, and which, the accents are quite and the strong. Accent, yeah, yeah, I mean, they are yeah. strong. I think our <laughs> yeah. strong. Yeah. I mean, one of the comments that uh, uh, Rick uh, Tovey said from taking review said that uh, sometimes he has a problem listening, not listening to us, but keeping up with how quick we we speak yeah, yeah. so if you think we're bad then uh, yeah. 
Oh, blimey. Uh, the Geordies. Nip up to Ooh. Newcastle and listen Ooh. to the Geordies. Cause go. Anyway, they uh, they end up um, half doing this house up. But they completed it. No, they do they complete it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was actually all filmed um, in Nottingham, man. Nottingham, yeah. sure. Uh, those, uh, those scenes were. But they ended up uh, flying off to Spain. To and, do all uh, Paddy Fraser's. Uh, Paddy Fraser's uh, nice, uh, mate. He's swimming pool and all Yeah, he's a below, yeah. The sad thing about this was Gary Holton filmed all the scenes when there was in Nottinghamshire and all the outdoor scenes for um, the Spanish one but unfortunately he died um, halfway through um, filming so you never actually see him in any indoor scenes it's a f- yeah it's a very funny series this is a heart the, the, the bits in Britain are really well done mm. when it goes to Spain it goes downhill really quick it's got mm. some great lines in it yeah. but the whole thing is a bit weird isn't it it, it's good, it goes weak towards the end because you know and look, I think I think you've told me this before that Jimmy Nail never wanted to do that series anyway did he no I mean he'd he'd kind of like Sorted himself out by series two. He was uh, he was off the drink, and uh, uh, I don't think he's ever said he was. He could have well have been an alcoholic. I'm not too sure. I wouldn't want to say, but uh, he was a bit of a you know outscallion. And I think the finger dying wine shocked him a bit because yeah, he did try it because he was a heroin addict. Yeah, he, he was a heroin addict. Well, yeah, I mean Gary Holton was a actually was the rock and roll guy. Yeah, and that's why I did like him. <laughs> he had a punk band, and uh, he uh, I say his character is virtually exactly like he. You know, as we as what yeah. we said earlier, life imitates art, though, doesn't it? Yeah, and he like, killed him, and it, oh, it was such an hum- unfortunate thing. He um, he died in the it was nineteen eighty five, and he died of an overdose of alcohol and morphine, uh, as well as traces of diazepam and of cannabis. Basically, he's canning it. There's no well, doubt that he was some canning it. Yeah. How old was he when he died? Uh, oh, I don't know. To be fair, um, he wasn't not. very old at no, all. No, he was. I, no, I no. think he was only in his thirties. Thirties, wasn't he? Such a crime because he was. He was, I say, an important cast member, and he as you said, Paul, like you say, he bothered Jimmy Nail. Um, quite a, it bothered all of them. Yeah. It was all absolutely gutted. But of course, the, the because, problem. Was, the funny thing is, when you watch it, there's not. You would never watch that second series and think there's someone really strung out and got proper. You just wouldn't because you, you think it looks like he did in the first series. Yeah, I mean, he I did, think he was he, very good at acting. Uh, oh, yeah, well, as typical with people. Who, he was uh, very good at hiding how yeah, bad he was, yeah. wasn't he? And um, you know, the, the the trouble is, is that when you when you don't know, if you don't know that, you probably wouldn't even think of it. But no. once you know that, he's you start not, looking at you. Start then. looking yeah, at yeah, things and. Uh, there's always an excuse is normally uh, Wayne's absence is, is excused for him he's chatting up a girl by the pool or he's out at the reception mm. and, and there's, a, there's a few epi- a few scenes in it where Bomber actually goes and picks him up and there's that's that one when he's at the bar isn't he yeah. he's got his back turned and he throws him over his, his shoulder and, yeah. so, and that's actually uh, actually a standing and uh, uh, such a sad uh, a sad thing really but uh you know, it's a good series. And it works well. Apart, Apart from, from the end, it's got the worst ending ever. I on, think then. of a TV show. <laughs> They're on the boat, mm. and it just ends. Yeah, because and you don't well, know how they get. Yeah, I mean, well, basically, there's a big setup. Ali Fraser's trying to do a bunk from Spain to Morocco, mm. and the idea is in there that they're going to go out. And it was uh, so who, who was it? Who was it getting married? It was, oh, he was going to be Barry. He was Barry, Barry getting wife, married, yeah. and what it was, they were going to jump on a boat and go to Morocco. Mm. The police, you see the police come in, and it ends, it ends. and then it never expl- never talk about that again in any yeah. of the other series. I, I, obviously, there must have been problems with the production with that. Must have been, mm. Obviously, there must have been things going on. Yeah. Because I've never known a bad... 
<laughs> an ending like it no. and that, that whole last series is really strung out as well isn't it I think the problem was as well because of the fact that Gary died that they obviously they had to shorten the script slightly and they also had to like well because you know you've lost a character in yeah. there who, and you can't just turn around and say well he's constantly you know he's where is he oh he's with another woman somewhere it, it just doesn't work I think he's got some great bits in that series he's <laughs> got some funny a, that's a police for you that's a that's, that's a passion that we, we and we live in a passion and I live in a passion area <laughs> Uh, but no, it's a great, it's a great series. I think it's probably funnier than series one. Mm. But as a complete series, one one's a better series one just because it's just yeah. it's it's sort it's more you know it's, it's more wrapped up and kept in a tight story. That's a bit meandering, isn't it? Mm. But I do like about series two. It's got a great gangster in it called Mickey Leather. Yeah, <laughs> you know that one in the bar when he's in that bar. Mm. It's mm. a great episode that one. Now, uh, obviously that was uh, 1986 and uh, they all went off to do their own thing as you said uh, Kevin Whaley went off to um, do Morse which took up virtually the, the whole yeah. of his acting career up to uh, Series 3 Jimmy Nail had a great success first of all with uh, Spender, Spender was which we loved didn't we it Spender was, yeah, was fantastic they, they wouldn't do a cop show like that now it's like a, I'd love to see Spender come back yeah. and they, they don't see what they're doing because I mean he just I think they had a couple of series in that maybe yeah. two I think it was um, and they uh, you don't know I don't, he just ended really he uh, didn't really no, and of course he did Crocodile Shoes which was not I mean it was good but I mean I don't think it was anything. but you downloaded that didn't you that I downloaded the, yeah, uh, the theme outrageous. Dune <laughs> and uh, of course he uh, he did a Vita and, uh, and uh, Jimmy Nail being Jimmy Nail not one to mince his words turned around and told Madonna what he thought of yeah. her which was a stuck up cow yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and of course um, obviously Pat Roach between these times, was uh, yeah. uh, did all the Indiana Jones films? He's in every single Indiana Jones films. And of course, I, I he was saw, the wrestler. I, wrestle. I saw him wrestle. Did you really? I did. He had a go. He had a knock. On, uh, <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> really a fight on John Hayes. Hot John Hayes. That. And the Aston Villa Lizard Centre. <laughs> no. Yes. What was that? Oh, I think it's when I was really into wrestling. So what? Two years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I think it was early 80s, it's just sort of before they did that, and that's how I knew him, so that's why mm. I remember that. Oh, I saw him wrestle. Yeah, because I mean, he was, cause he was Bomber, wasn't he? That was yeah, yeah. His name, which is obviously his, his name in this. Well, he'd done uh, our American audiences will we'll know uh, Pat Roach as being in uh, yeah. all the Indiana Jones films. Yeah, he was uh, in all of them, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, all but, of them. Uh, except for obviously the last one, because um, obviously he'd passed away. Uh, but yeah, he was in every single. Um, uh, Indiana Jones film so we uh, we now go on to the revival the, when it comes back because I mean there's a long gap between um, series 2 and uh, series 3 I mean series 2 was 1986 series 3 was actually 2000 and two bloody hell long I gap was a lot, I thought it was a lot long, older than that did you no yeah, I mean they've done and I might get these facts slightly uh, wrong now so let me just have a quick look down because I'm sure I actually did uh, did write this out in a, a script here. That, uh, they do um no, I haven't got it. They do a, a a charity event in Newcastle every couple of years for one of the actors who was in um, series one. Um, he was played another builder. They didn't. They took a bit of a dislike. He was actually their close friend, and he, he sadly died, I think, of cancer. And uh, they do a, a tribute every other year yeah. where you know Oz. Uh, Neville and uh, Dennis get together on stage and they have a oh, chat about good. stuff and uh, they played like you know Geordie you know music and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's good, isn't it? But the revival came in uh, with series three, so uh, and we have the theme tune which you despise, which yeah, uh, yeah, of yeah. course is uh, "Way A Man" by uh, Mark Knopfler. Yeah. Oh, well, we're going to put it in. Uh, here it is. Thank you. 
We had no way staying afloat. We had to leave on a ferry boat. Economic refugees on the run to Germany. We had the back of Maggie's hand. Times were tough in Geordie Land. Got what tools and work and gear and humped it all from your castle to here. The wonderful theme tune there by Mark Nuffler. You love that, don't you? No. Nope. You sure? I bloody hate Dire Straits. <laughs> God. Is it Dire? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we come back into uh, Series 3. I feel that we have rushed through Series 1 and Series 2, but to be fair, I mean, it's, um, you know, there's... You know, well, it's just one of them things, isn't it? You know, If you like it... Yeah. You're going to know all the stuff that... And if you don't, you're going to know what we talk about anyway, are you? Well, that's probably why you listen to us actually uh, yeah, yeah. talk about it. So Series 3 comes back in 2002. Uh, there was a, a, an absolute um, outcry for our free design pair. Uh, the, both series had been repeated several times uh, on uh, on um, ITV, and uh, I'm sure BBC One bought them. I'm not too sure, but Series 3 is actually a BBC One production. And um, everyone kept asking. It didn't matter what Jimmy Nail did, yeah, didn't matter what Kevin Whaley did, or Pat Roach, or, while, or um, Chris Fairbanks said. Everyone would say, "When are you bringing back Moxley? When are you bring back yeah. Barry?" And uh, it came about in 2002. And uh, what the premise was was uh, Oz had died, and so they all got a letter saying to meet at this pub in Newcastle um, for. Uh, was it in Middlesbrough when they met? Uh, oh, it was Middlesbrough they yeah, all yeah. met up, which was seemed to be, I guess, apparently where he was last living. And um, to, for his wake, because they all turn up there, and, uh, you know, there's a photograph of him <laughs> on, his, on his, the table, and they all, they all meet up. It's the first time they've all seen each other for, for years. I think, obviously, Dennis and Neville are still uh, speaking yeah, yeah. to it. Dennis is at that, um, unfortunately, he's uh, still driving, but he's driving for a drug dealer at, the, at these Yeah, points. well, it's a sort of the same kind of story it's, as, yeah. the, as uh, Ali Fraser, isn't it? Exactly. He's, yeah, he he's just ended up into dodging. Well, he's do- driving cabs, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah and he, doing drug, he's running, doing drug dealer around, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, which is obviously the worst thing he wants to do because Dennis, in his essence, is a, he's a good a He's a good man, isn't he? And, uh, and as they're all there, who walks through the door but Oz yeah. and they all turn around and have a massive go at him and he says well the only way I could get you all here yeah. is to say I was dead and he was you. saying that Oz had died the and old Oz had died, Oz had died. Oz had died. Yep. but he hadn't really had he? I think he had and I think that was to a certain degree yes because I mean the character of Oz in series 3 is totally different than the yeah, character still of Oz still got pissed didn't he yeah he did <laughs> yeah, well, he wasn't drinking drink, was he because he didn't drink throughout that and he, no. I think he has one uh, one, um, <laughs> one drink for that when, uh, now is that when he finds out he's I don't know is that later on no, because he has a drinking competition, doesn't he, with the Americans? Oh yeah, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, jumping ahead there. No, we don't. No, we not. That's not that series. That's no, the no, one yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're well drink, jumping ahead. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but there's another um, member who turns up there, uh, which is actually Wyman, who's uh, Wayne's son, um, played by Noel Clark. And who, who do people know Noel Clark by? What is in Doctor Who? Isn't he? Yeah, plays. Um, um, come on, you're the Doctor Who fan. I don't know. Mickey. Yeah, Mickey, I can't I stand Mickey then I can't stand well I mean, this isn't that a doctor we've already done it but uh, yeah but Noel Clark comes in and I thought 
I don't think they needed him. No, I mean, it was, it's a nice idea to have, you know, the spirit of Wayne. 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 But I, 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 it just doesn't work, does it? It's no. like all. You know, and it's nothing against Noel Club because he's a brilliant, and he's a very talented man, isn't oh, he? Extremely talented, yeah. But it's just, I know, it just doesn't, doesn't really work no. for me. I don't. Think and they, they bought loads of new little things. And the way he had like Ozzy's Ozzy's son was like a transvestite, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. And it was a bit too obvious, wasn't it? Let's you know, let's put the diametrically opposite of. Well, what that was just too bad to say. It's all had the funnel up the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there is the, there is that. Uh, the whole premise of series three is that um, he's got an idea. Oz has got this idea, and because he's, he's learned the internet, because he's, he's been inside, hasn't he? As it turns out, and also uh, there's a corrupt politician played by the wonderful Bill Nye. Uh, and actually, Bill Nye's character was in prison with, um, you know, Oz. Yeah, and he looked after him, didn't he? Looked, he and Oz looked yeah. after him, so he owed him a favour. And they get this idea to demolish the Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge, which is actually, you know, it's a real-life industrial landmark. And yeah, yeah. He, obviously, he's there. He did, they didn't take it down. And uh, sell it on the internet. Now, um, the actual bridge gets bought out by uh, this Native American from Arizona, played by, and I do apologise for if uh, I say the name wrong, uh, Gordon Tutusi. Mm. I think I said it right, and he turns up to to actually buy it because um, they want to get a uh, easy road to their casino. Casino, casino. Yeah. Um, now I, I think it's a it's a pretty good series. It's a, it? it's a, it's a, it's a very far fetched series, and it, it it's not our famous and pet like the old our famous and pet. Mm. And I think that's what they were trying for, weren't they? They late, so they're a bit more middle aged now. Yeah. Well, they were middle aged, no oh, doubt. Yeah, they were late forties. Neville's questioning his, uh, you know, he's got yeah, the he's he's, for, uh, he's, lo- he's uh, uh, and. That's the woman out of um, Life on Mars. Life on Mars, you quite fancy her, yeah. She's gorgeous, yeah. But, um, yeah, and you could see what they were trying to do. And, mm. you know, it was nice to have it back. But you look back now, and it is a lot weaker series. And, yeah. yeah. It really is, isn't yeah. it? Well, mainly because it's... Mainly, let's go back to our old chestnut. Mainly because it's back on... It's on the BBC. So it's mm. how... So a lot of things are how back from the... Like, you know, in the first series, I think there was, like, there was a bit, you know, they had a bit of casual racism and casual sexism <laughs> and everything, all the... the real everything pe- you should have in a day. No, we're not even... It's what working class people talk about. They're not oh, being racist yeah, or yeah. sexist. It's, the, 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 the it's just things. popular conversation between builders. I mean, have you ever heard about... I mean, well, no. I mean, to be fair, builders are extremely intelligent people because yeah, they, they got to know what they're doing. But, yeah, you know, it's like... I, I think it's the old classic thing, isn't it, of uh, uh, keep your factory talk at home. Home routine, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and that is absolutely. And on true. the BBC, it was just a bit more tamed. Yeah, it was, and it was a bit. They were a bit glamour, weren't they? And mm. a bit of clothes, and like they're all slubby and that, in the f- and drunk, weren't they? And yeah. smoke, and all this sort of been stripped away from it, hadn't it? But you know, it was a nice enough series. If you hadn't saw the other two, and you watched that, you'd think it was poor, though, wouldn't you? Um, well, I'm not too sure because obviously because of the fact that we've seen yeah, it's both series. Say, I don't know. Maybe you'd look at series three in a in a in a slightly yeah. better light if you didn't know anything about um, because well, nothing's really explained, is it? Well, it no, starts you don't off, know, but, you don't know. No, you don't know anywhere. So yeah, so that was uh, series three. It went down extremely well. The ratings were huge for it, and uh, they you were know, only going to do that one one it had some, you know, There's no doubt it had some really funny bits in it, mm. but it, it wasn't an adve- it wasn't an adventure. Like no, the others, no. was it? That was the thing. Well, I think this is the reason why they, you know, they ended up doing um, series four. Now they did do a comic relief sketch, and some of the cast made an appearance for it. Uh, this was in two thousand three, which they find a suitcase full of money in Miami hotel room and assume it belongs to a drug dealer who wants to shoot them, uh, but it actually belongs to you uh, two. <laughs> I'm sure it was funny when it was <laughs> broadcast. Um, so series four uh, come along um, uh, in mm. 2004, uh, two years later. Uh, 
Now, Jimmy Nile was uh, was actually up for it. He was up for doing this. As originally, he was the one who the main person yeah, who didn't, uh, didn't really want to do it. I think Kevin Whaley had uh, reservations at, at yeah. this point. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of this series. I, I think they tried a bit too much here with Cuby, didn't they? Yeah. And making him a bit of a spy. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this was uh, this is the synopsis for this. Uh, there were six episodes of this. Uh, uh, most of the story involves the characters working for the British Embassy. Uh, this was a, a, I think this actually still exists, where if you're a contracted builder, you can work for the British Embassy, and they send you around the world to fix obviously yeah. their embassies and and do that. So it's obviously ideal for them. Uh, Neville then is uh, reluctantly recruited as a spy, um, so he can help Oz get into the the group because Oz obviously because he's got a criminal record yeah. doesn't get accepted. So because uh, Neville decides to uh, go along with being a spy, he gets into it. Um, I was falls in love with a local ballet yeah, dancer. Yeah, Again, I, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think there was a bit of ego going on here, wasn't that? Yeah, um, you know, it's not too bad. Some fans, they, they, you know, they did think that the storyline of the series was somewhat far fetched. It was and, going and off detached a... from the show, especially Neville's recruitment as a bit. I mean, if you're going to choose anyone to be a spy, you're not going to choose Neville. No, okay, well, maybe that's is, the whole point. Oh, no, he's know. a bit of a da- he's a bit of a wet. He's a wet blanket. He's a wet blanket. You do end up actually disliking him, which is not something you want because Kevin Whiteley is no. a fabulous actor. No, I don't know. It, 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 there weren't the laddie thing in it either. I know they're old enough. To, this mm. is why they stopped in you. But you what the main reason why a lot of blokes like is for. Well, that's what a bunch of mates are like together. Yeah, you know, you know, they will be a bit rowdy, and this wasn't that. They're all a bit nicer, weren't they? Mm. And you know. Barry didn't do much in that series, did he? No, sat the reason for that was Barry. He was actually now was he filming or was, uh, was, was he ill? There was something point? to do with that, wasn't? Because that's he was why he wasn't because like... he had cancer, didn't he? I'm yeah, he sure did have cancer because yeah. he wasn't in it that much, was he? No, no, no. He, I think he turned up actually halfway through the actual uh, film. That now uh, the, the the series four was actually set in Cuba. Now the BBC actually did a, quite a bit of negotiation with uh, the Cuban government, but uh, they simply wouldn't give permission to to film there, which is such a shame because uh, Cuba is a beautiful place yeah. and. Um, and of course, sooner or later, the, you know, uh, he's just going to get taken over by McDonald's. And, of course, uh, it will and be a lot. So it was actually shot in the Dominican Republic, um, which, which to be fair, looks very much like Cuba. Yeah. They, they pulled it off. Uh, it was pretty good. Now, that was actually the end of the, the proper series, but um, they did do a special. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a, a two one hour episodes, uh, and this was shot in Bangkok and um, Chiang Mai in uh, July and August of two thousand four. It was broadcast on BBC One on the twenty seventh and the twenty eighth of December. Um, now mm. Pat Roach was unfortunately suffering quite bad. For, he'd been ill for actually during series three and series four, and and it's um it's a horrible thing really because when you when you watch it back, yeah, you, you, can, you can tell that he's, he's not really yeah. well. And uh, and yeah, so he was suffering for cancer, and he, he did hope to appear in it, but uh, he just was not well enough, and unfortunately he died uh, in the July. Uh, I'm just reading from the end because nice and for some touching scene Dennis reads a letter to the rest of the group while they are all dining in a restaurant where Pat's character as Bomber explains his reasons for not having joined them and uh, I think I'm sure that his character actually goes back to the Indian tribe uh, from uh, that's what he did yeah that's what he ends up living with England uh, they all raise their glasses and toast to Bomber and it's actually a very much a a moving scene for that Uh, uh, I think the best thing about the special is when Ozzy's having sex with that woman and he gets uh, yeah. the bomb goes on and he has a shrapnel and he's a it's not a great series that's not a great it's no, just a bridge no. over the river quite parodies isn't it and it's like he was getting into a bit of a, a nostalgia trip then and I, I don't want anything to it should have 
credence on what it's doing now. Mm. It should be funny, it should be whatever. But that was just a bit of a, like, you know, BBC, just give them loads of money because people will watch this. And, yeah, uh, you know, I just don't like that series. It's I don't think silly. I don't think you ever thought that. I mean, Barry being kidnapped was just so obvious to be yeah. seen. It was, and it, was just the same kept, as Neville yeah, doing the thing. Kept, it? Exactly. kept that, you know, oh, well, it's going to be Barry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he ends up as well. Neville's cup spymaster from Series 4 ends up, uh, you know, getting into and he gets kidnapped at the end of it. Now, uh, although I think he wasn't... I mean, I own all these on, on DVD. Yeah, you don't, yeah. And, uh, and I'll still watch it. I'll go back and I will watch it again. Uh, the final scene of it is actually pretty... Pretty nice because he harks back to the original one. They're on the, just, uh, they're the, on the boat, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, because uh, in the final scenes, Dennis Neville and Arz ask the embassy to give them an assignment with a nice, peaceful country and find themselves heading back to Germany once more. Where Neville is asked what Brenda said to him before he boarded the ferry, he simply replies, I'll his own pet. Following a dedication to Pat Roach, the closing credits of the final episode are accompanied by the opening theme tune from season one. Now, as we say, um, we've lost two members of uh, our free design pet. We've uh, Gary Holton, who died in 1985, and Pat Roach, who sadly died in July 2004 from uh, throat cancer. Uh, a nice thing, uh, well, it's not nice, obviously, because he died, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, yeah. um, quite fitting for me and you, I think, because uh, well, Pat well, Roach is a Brummie, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, obviously lived in, uh, come from Aston, I think. Uh, yeah, he was uh, Aston. From yeah. where you come from. Yeah, I'm from there. And he's actually buried in Bromsgrove, where I live, mm. in Worcestershire. Small uh, world. I know, I know, which is uh, which is quite, I mean, why I wanted to mention that, because uh, there's a few things in his series which is very important to us, that's one of them, and also the fact that it's, it's something we grew up with and has, has stayed with us yeah. For all of our lives. So I just was... think as you're never going to get, you know, on the final word of it. Mm. I don't think you'd ever get a series about six uh, white working class men. Yeah, yeah. Being men. No, no. Doing not great jobs, mm. labouring jobs, because a lot of building I, is labouring. It just wouldn't happen anymore. No, I think the closest to that probably was maybe clocking off. Yeah, I didn't really see an awful lot. Yeah, but again, that was he had a you know had a social comment, and Mm. I like the way the one in Offerings and Pat. It wasn't a socially pro. It was just about six blokes who would do whatever it was to earn money. Mm. They didn't want to be in Germany. They didn't want to be in America. No, it was and, a- and that's why I didn't like with the last series, that they wanted to be these places. Because yeah. originally they didn't want to. They wanted to, they wanted to go back well, they home. they wanted to be working Never, home, never wanted... No. To, never liked it abroad. And- which, is, which is what we said at the start of this, which is ironic now when you think about the fact that the majority of people coming over from places like Poland yeah. and that, to work here. I think it'd be a great... Someone, I can't believe... It. It's one of the things, it will have a remake. I, but I just don't know what they're going to do uh, with it. I, yeah, but as you... as <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but it's what you just said then. You can't do it because you can't have the essence no. of It's like people, a lot of what you said about Faulty Towers of them remaking it and taking a character Basil. Yeah. You can't you can't write for someone like us anymore purely for the fact that you've got so much um, problems with political correctness and with, yeah. and I, I, you know, you say, if you've got realism in there, I mean, oh. the, the, actually, um, our, our mate at work, Steve, turned around and said today about the programme that's on at the moment called The Street. Yeah. Um, no, I've not seen Pupil, no, but I've like been Jim. out. I know that. And you, you know, Jimmy, I mean, I think Jimmy Gum's a great writer but, but he's know. got problems he just he, he's got these things he's such a left anyway yeah well, that's right um, but um, you know as he turned around and said he actually has got the balls to write about the are racist people out there yeah. and now if you're going to write about that there's a guy in here who doesn't like Polish people coming over now if you're going to write that you've got to have him saying it in the programme and uh, he, he does he know, did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean obviously he ends up falling in love with the character well the there, you go, there, there you go, go. Uh, but before we, before we clock off um, let's just talk about the supporting cast and then we'll just talk about the music and then we'll play the 
Yeah. Yeah, theme tune uh, to series one, which was, I love it, I do, I think it's brilliant. And of course, obviously, we'll have the promos afterwards. Uh, the supporting cast, uh, it's a fantastic supporting cast there. Uh, uh, Michael Sheard um, played Herr Grunwald. Uh, Michael Sheard is most well known for playing Adolf Hitler. Um, Mr. Bronson. And Mr. Bronson. Yeah, and also, Ray Winston was in the first series. He played an English soldier who was a deserter. Yes, he was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good, well picked yeah, up. Yeah, well, let's come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Birch was in it, Bridget Kahn, Michael Elphick uh, played McGowan yeah. in it, who was a uh, great... Michael, Michael Elphick always... Yeah, he was, he, he, was his, uh, he was the hard Irish man the in it, Irish weren't he? Yeah, yeah, he, he, even Oz was scared of him, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, even yeah. Oz was scared of him. Uh, Bill Patterson, we said, Val McLean uh, as Norma, who uh, I think was... Now, I could have wrong, he's actually Jimmy Nail's sister in my uh, life. James Booth was in it now uh, James Booth played Ali Fraser's criminal mate on the boat uh, and James pl- Booth is most well known for that. being in uh, playing hooky in Zulu ah I love hooky yeah that? that's uh, James ah, he's brilliant he's... Uh, Bill Nye as we said and Emily Bruno now we're going to talk about the music here uh, going back to our uh, script the opening and closing credits for the first two series were each accompanied by songs performed by Joe Fagan now, in series one Breaking Away written by David McKay and Ian Lafrenet is accompanied the opening credits <clears throat> for that Ken Ashby collaborated with McKay on That's Living Alright which is the, the song we're going to play in a moment a song that closed each episode the songs were released as a single with That's Living Alright as the A-side that's probably the reason why everyone thinks that actually that's yeah, the yeah. thing and uh, reached number three in the UK singles charts in January 1985 it was released again in 1996 when the show was repeated on Channel 4 with uh, additional lyrics by Jimmy Lawless now Fagan released a new version of That's Living Alright for England's 2006 FIFA World Cup campaign what? Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, so um, that's the uh, that's the uh, singles and all that. So um, that's the end of uh, off redesign pet. Now we're going to play the um, theme tune to uh, that's living all right, which is of course the um, the end credits theme tune series two, and then we'll also have our um, promos at the end of it. So please do listen to the promos. Uh, there might be something there that you like. So uh, we hope you've enjoyed this off redesign pet. Cal, thanks again for joining us. It's all right. You are in my house. Yes, once again, you, you, uh, you're joining are, me. Yeah, I joined again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How egotistical of me to turn around. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Even claim my house. <laughs> well, yeah. The reason why actually we're going to do a few episodes where we're going to be outside of uh, Waffle Headquarters. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, on the on the road. Yeah. yeah well, c- road. Can we come to? Uh, if anyone wants, you've got a house in America wants us to come and do it. Yeah. Pay for our flight. Come to. Flight, if we'll, we'll come to LA. Most oh, yes, most yeah. weekends, we'll go California. To I want to I want to go to <laughs> yeah. Texas. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I really want to come to Boston. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, know. anyone in Boston, uh, Jen, <laughs> yeah. uh, you live in Texas. We're going to come over and stop with you. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, sure we'll Dave won't mind. Your husband yeah. won't mind. Um, we'll do. Actually, we are going to do. Uh, there's a couple of things we want to just mention. We're going to be doing a uh, couple of waffle on episodes. Uh, these are going to be Blackadder two. Uh, we do an American Invasion special, which is um, yeah, which I'm looking forward the, to. That's yeah, because that's all the stuff that really got us into TV, wasn't it? Uh, we're also thinking of, although we don't know when we're going to actually record this one, it's going to be a waffle on live. Now, obviously, it's not going to be live where we're going to be broadcasting it live because it's impossible to do. Um, but what we plan on doing <laughs> is uh, we're going to be talking about classic children's TV programs from when we grew up so from early 70s up to around about 1983 or some people say we haven't well my wife would say we haven't grown up Um, so we're going to do that and we're going to have a group of people with us it'll probably be recorded here I should think Um, and maybe we're going to the pub first for the pint (laughs) (laughs) so um, obviously I may have to edit but we're going to plan on actually um, sending it out around about an hour after the event Um, more details obviously to follow Uh, 
if anyone's got any comments for the Blackadder show please do we're going to, to be talking about No Me No and You oh that's the one that really okay. uh, I'm at Hitchhiker's Guide we want to do a Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide, Guide to Galaxy we're going to do that in fact we might be recording that next week yeah. and we're also going to be doing oh, uh, oh yes we're going to do the Quatermass a series there that Kel's just given me the uh, the DVD box set uh, too which I'm really looking forward to uh, to watching that's looking at because you're actually the back of it now. Well, sorry, sorry. Love on air. And we're also going to be doing uh, what was classed as Britain's best sitcom uh, not long ago, which of course is Forty Towers. So, uh, if any of those appeal to you, uh, we hope it does. Otherwise, we're going to really lose some listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, just listen to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, again, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's uh, brilliant to have you all here. And uh, here's the end credits music to series one. That's Living All Right. Thanks, Kel. Lighters. Bye. Working on the side from morning till night. That's living alright. Right. In a pint with the boys in a bottle of noise. That's living alright. Working all day for a pittance of pay. Then blowing on Saturday night. And you kiss the dames, but you don't ask their names. That's 
is starting to quote Star Wars. Yay. And and he does it in character. Like he quoted Luke Skywalker recently when my uh, SUV broke down in the Target parking lot. Oh, no. And it was such a pain in the rear to fix it. And David had to have it towed because, I mean, he's a pretty good mechanic, but he couldn't fix this problem. Aww. Not in the parking lot. So, But later on our way home, we were just so exhausted. It was like 9 o'clock at night and we're on our way home after him crawling around under this SUV in the parking lot and getting his nice business clothes all oily and everything. He still retained the humor enough to turn to me halfway home and say, Uncle Owen, this R2 unit has a bad motivator. And I said, uh, hey, what are you trying to push on me? You know, you just earned your geek cred right there That's by a little quoting bit Star Wars. Cred. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he just laughed. What would have been really funny is if while he was working on it, you should have been like, would it help if I got out and pushed? <laughs> <laughs> I could have, but at that moment, probably not a good idea. Not a good idea. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Hi, this is Rick Moyer. And when I'm not listening to Waffle On, I'm producing my own podcast. And here's a shameless plug for it. Are you ready? If you like geeky TV, if you like science fiction, if you like life in general, and you want to be encouraged every week, join me for Take Him With You, the weekly podcast that's spiritual, not religious. Nobody's going to force you to believe any certain way. You can just enjoy being encouraged and listen to some crazy stories and some fun music every week. So join me after you're done with Waffle On. Tune in, go over to TakeHimWithYou.com, click on the iTunes, and download away. TakeHimWithYou.com. I'm Barry Scott. Ooh, that was a bit noisy. Hello, this is a promo for the Flashing Blade podcast. I'm Tony, and this is my plucky girl assistant, Joe. Hello. That was a bit breathy, Kensington Miss, wasn't it? Hello. Anyway, um, what, what, what do we do? What do we talk about? Oh, we talk about stuff and things. And things? Yeah. In equal yeah, things. Doctor Who, science fiction, all sorts of silly stuff like that, but mainly Doctor Who, because it's my obsession. I'm the ancient wise one, and Joe knows, well, bugger all really about it. I'm the plucky one, <laughs> apparently, allegedly. Yes, she's very, very, very plucky. We get Joe's completely fresh views on all sorts of things to do with Doctor Who, and my ancient, ingrained, indefinable magic views. Um, so that's the Flashing Blade podcast, available from www.flashingblade.org.uk, iTunes podcast. Asked Ali, blah 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 blah. That's the end of this promo. Toodles. Bye. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny, and I'm Jenny. When you're not checking out the Waffle On podcast, why don't you check out Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. 
Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! <laughs> All history is crap. Not my words, the words of Harrison T. Ford, inventor of the motor car and black paint. But was he right? Yes, but we've no way of knowing. Because here in the 23rd century, all the historians are dead. Hello, I'm Phil Hayes, and I'm speaking to you from the future. When I'm not reviewing important historical documents like the Waffle On podcast, I'm presenting a video podcast called The News At Then, bringing you all the latest live from history. In your time zone, you can find our reports on something called the Internet. So go to that part of the Internet called newsatthen.com. That's N-E-W-S-A-T-T-H-E-N.com. The News at Then, working around the clock 2510 to bring history to life. But not like a zombie. That would be hideous.